It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Here we go. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on CBS All Access, but not on TV. But where's a good old-fashioned podcast to talk about Survivor? I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We have special guest Tom Henry, and we have one thing in common. We finally want to talk about Survivor again. That's right. Um, We're not talking about The Masked Singer. We're not doing horny would-you-rathers. We're finally back to talking about what this podcast is about. So, Tom, it's great to have you back again. Hey, guys. I'm so happy to be here and talk about Survivor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tom, the last time you were on, uh, you were binging all of Survivor. I know that you've been still binging. Uh, What season are you on now? Binging hard. I am on 29. 29. I started with one Mm -hmm. during the first lockdown in March, and now I'm on 29. It's pretty good. Pretty good. You've been taking some breaks in between, but um, I think think you've done well. And I I still have a a burning love and passion for it. And the thing is, like taking the breaks too, uh, since this quarantine is to keep on lasting longer, you don't want to be still in quarantine without Survivor at this point. It's a part of your life. So taking those breaks is keeping it. It it is getting to the point where I can see the end and I'm I'm really scared. (laughs) Well, then you'll have to go to... I was saying, well, Big Brother's pretty good or this kind of thing. And I I just, I don't want to live my life without Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I was going to say Australian Survivor, but there's no Jeff on that. It's so it's so Jeff dependent on uh, for me. I love yeah. the game, but I mean Jeff is the game too. I I I agree too. I I can I do watch Australian Survivor sometimes, but uh, I I I I love Jeff so much more than that guy. Here's another thing. I'm not sure if I should say it out loud. I hate Australian people. <laughs> Yeah, you should put that right back in your mouth, pal. No, that that's good. I mean, 
Austria. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> oh, it's good. Um, yeah, there's also Survivor New Zealand and South Africa. If if you uh, if you have an allergy to that continent, there are others. New Zealand, they're pretty close by. Um, uh, anyway, so Tom, um, how? I I I I'm not quite sure basically what this episode today is going to be just basically talking about the first 28 29 seasons of Survivor and um just a, basically a blanket sort of let's talk about Survivor again but also like it through through your eyes Tom as somebody who's I guess barely watched the show before this year and now um has had a crash course in in uh, the evolution of the game so uh Tom any any first thoughts about um, uh, I I think about this a lot, like thinking about the like the episode you're watching right now, and then thinking about the first episode of the show, and just like trying to think about the the evolution of the game that way. Do you have any thoughts about that? Well, I, I think yeah, like what I wasn't ready for when I first knew about Survivor was that it would become this. It has so much like lore and legend to it because I didn't realize that the returning players would be such a big part of it. Mm-hmm. So you get these returning players and they're all like kind of like demigods, you know, like like <laughs> Jeff is God or game master, as I call him. And then you have the mortals, which are the new players. And then you have these returning players. They're still mortal, but they're kind of, they have these powers. They're like the angels. Yeah, exactly. And then I really... um I really feel good when they honor like the early seasons, like when Jervis was on, uh, whichever one I just watched. Blood, Jervis blood versus on. water. Blood, blood versus water. Even or if like, he does, he does terribly. I guess he he did okay. He made it to final three, but he he lost miserably. Yeah. It's. I mean, what? Yeah. What do you guys think? Would you just go to the end just for the sake of it? I'd rather. Not. I mean, yeah, yeah. You get I mean, paid more for going to the end. You're right. You're right. I, I mean, I, I would hate to lose in final three. Get that far. That it's would... sort of a double-edged sword. I mean, I'd hate to not make it to the end, but obviously, the way Jervis was playing, he was just always going to be second fiddle to Tyson. Yeah, Jervis. Is, that was his ride to the end. I mean, I don't know. I watched a couple of those episodes recently, and Jervis is uh, such a banshee in in tribal council. Like in that, like he's he's making no favors. He's not playing well to the jury at all. He's just like losing his temper. Yeah. And it's like, Jerv, you gotta calm down, dude. You are playing a like it's like he's like playing fine like outside of tribal council but he blows it all up when he gets to tribal council because he can't hold his temper he can't uh, that's that's how i feel about jervis i guess yeah he also really doesn't seem to care for his niece much at all (laughs) yeah he he brought her out there because she's the only one that said yes it seems would you uh that brings me to this question tom would you if you were going on survivor um, in a blood versus water season, would you bring someone that you really cared about or would you bring someone that you didn't care as much about so you don't have no problem voting them out? Hmm, well, I guess I don't care about anyone of my loved ones that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I mean, 
it would be fun to do with somebody. I think you would just have to have that, and they must, but you would have to really have a conversation beforehand. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try to beat you if there's a challenge and they make us, I'm not going to be all surprised when they put me up against my girlfriend. I'm going to go, okay, of course they would do that. And I'm going to try to beat you and you're going to go suffer, suffer. <laughs> how, how far are you into 29 right now, Tom? Uh, just past merge, I think. Okay, so I'll try not. I'll try to speak spoiler free about it. But I think the the ideal thing to happen in a blood versus water season is to have your loved one go home before the merge. Because right. When you get to the merge and your loved one's still there, it makes it so much more complicated. And I don't know. Have you seen like this? Isn't really a spoiler, but John and Jacqueline, the couple on that season, start to argue a bunch. Yeah, that's just kind of started to happen. Yeah. That just makes it so, so, so much harder to navigate the strategy when you're also fighting with your uh, um, significant other and and yeah, like like the way Tyson had it, I think was was great. Like his, I mean, obviously, even his his girlfriend going home in the pre-merge is what kind of motivated him to take the game more seriously. But also, he just was like he got the target off his back, like a pretty pretty quickly after that happened it seemed yeah and, and he had the, the great story that he was fighting for vengeance yeah that was great i love that did you think that uh people were a little too harsh on brad culpepper brad culpepper um no i think he was asking for it who's who's worse uh, brad culpepper or john rocker <laughs> Are there any Apex athletes who come on who are actually like cool guys? Sorry, can you say <laughs> that again? Feels like there's any ex athletes that come on that are actually cool guys. Oh, um, it feels like there's not. <laughs> they're all just exactly what you would expect. They all show up and they're like, "No, I'm cool. Uh, look, my uh, my best friend here is a gay guy." And then they tell someone they're gonna kick their ass. Yeah. Um, well, well, Cliff from from Kagayan was kind of a a cool guy. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Didn't hear much from him, but and uh, and he was kind of hated by the by his tribe, other than two people. But uh, he he seemed pretty likable on the show. I did. There's there's a wrestler in a later season that's mm. a that's a cool guy. The pro wrestler, the first guy they had, the Gary, the football player. He was kind of nice. Yeah, Gary Hogaboom. Yeah. Um, you're you're about to see uh, when you get to the season after you're watching another bad example of a uh, sports player that you're going to like. Who, Cody? What's his name? Scott from the basketball. Yeah, from that's, the basketball. That's Scott season from the basketball. That's season thirty-three. So he's no season thirty-two. So he's got some. He's got some 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 seasons in between. Oh, for some reason I thought Bobby Pippen. Pardon me. Bobby Pippen? Scotty Pippen, no. <laughs> um, what's that guy's name? Um, I thought that was season 30 for some reason. No, there is a lot of unlikable people in season 30, but Scott's not one of them. Um, I'll tell you who I like even less than John Rocker and uh, Brad Culpepper is that Jeff Kent. Really? You really didn't like Jeff Kent, eh? I thought... <laughs> what I liked about Jeff Kent is that how much he cared about the game. Like, he, he got really competitive. 
and I guess that that is a bad look in a way. But I thought I thought he like he played the game more uh, strategically than than Rocker and uh, and Culpepper did. I guess so, but most of his strategy was just that he wanted to take Penner out. Is that why you hated him? Because you love Penner? Kind of, yeah. I really got soft for Penner that season. <laughs> um, so, uh, Tom, we briefly chatted about this over Messenger, but uh, I think we'll, we'll stay in the late 20s for a bit, I guess, but since you're there right now. Um, what did you think of uh, Tony? Tony, yeah. Tony's... Hmm. Good character. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not in love with him. You were saying he's your favorite. Yeah, I love Tony. Um, uh, it's been well documented on this podcast how my my how how much joy I get from watching Tony on Survivor is. Uh, I like to watch a guy who can't like sit still, basically. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's what I love about it about him in a way he would have a good plan going he'd be cruising and then you could tell he's almost just bored and he had to do something weird (laughs) i i agree i agree completely joel got really upset with me because i said that kai gayan was overrated because a lot of people say that's the best season ever i don't think it is i want to know about this actually because i would be leaning towards you your take cody yeah, I I just feel like there's too many characters that I don't care about that much in the show or just don't like. That's what I said the other day to my girlfriend who I watch with. I was like, um, there's pretty good characters, but I don't I just don't care about them that much. Yeah. But they're good characters. Tony, Spencer, uh Chaos Cass. Woo. Weasel Woo. Woo, he's all right. Trish. Oh, Trish is Trish scares me. Yeah, she, she's a scary person, and it's very. I love that. I mean, I've talked about it a lot, but the the I think my favorite episodes of TV perhaps are the last few episodes of Guy On. I just love them. I love. And what is it about it? Pardon me. What is it about it that you? I love? think it's 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 sort of like pure Survivor to me. It's like. All these people in the final five, final six are so different from each other and they get along very little, but they need to work together. And they it like that one of the one of the biggest like betrayals in my eyes is Tony voting out Trish and the, there's a great scene and that happens because this person who the whole time we don't expect to um uh turn away from Tony that's is woo and he decides he wants to get out trish in that because spencer i'm now i'm just telling that recapping the episode but i think it's just it's it's great because you see it's everything you want from survivor um and and you see because you see and it's so funny too because that's another thing i like about survivors how funny it is and that's like the final five is when tony is doing the llama voices with Cass, <laughs> which is like yeah um, one of the best things of all time. And uh, I, I just think you got everything. You got strategy, you got humor, the, the challenges where, where Tony gets covered in mud and they eat pizza afterwards is, is one of my favorites as well. Um, I just, I think it, it's, you got everything there. I, th- I think my big thing with watching that season and especially when, like you see them after. I don't know if you watch like the reunion shows, Tom. Oh, of course I do. 
of course. But they they seem to portray themselves as a really big deal too, which turns me off of them and makes me less interested. Mm, I see. Who's I, they? I, I like Cass. Like they're like, oh, she's like the ultimate villain or whatever. Like, and I don't know. I. I don't think so. I could give, I couldn't give a shit about Cass. Like, yeah, when you're watching, I just feel like, yeah, it would suck to be there on the island with her. Or like, yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like there's these characters like Spencer, Tony, and everyone's like kind of big, but no one's like clicking together. Right. So it's like they're all just having their own thing going on. Give me a Shep. Give me a Shep any day. Yes, yes. I want to see people interact with Shep and how they would react. Yeah, give me Shep Cochran. Give me Shep. uh, Give me Shep Brandon. I can't believe that you two just agreed wholeheartedly about making Kaigan better by adding Philip Shepard. This is (laughs) this is awful. Well, I this dives me into a couple questions. I do want to get this out of the way though. The Scott uh, basketball player you're going to see is Scott Pollard. Uh, from the Celtics. Don't know him, but I do hate the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hate. Uh, uh, so I want to ask, because the last time um, that we did like a full episode like this, we saw Shane Powers and we saw your love for Shane Powers. We said our favorites. Uh, Joel said Tony. I said Coach. Yeah. And now I've been itching to ask you about your opinion with Coach. Now that you've uh, seen him in multiple seasons. I'm a full-on coach head. Yes. Love coach. And, and guess what, Cody, guess what? What? Tom watched 180. I did. I watched some of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I couldn't finish. Like a bear. I, I understand. I didn't want to finish it, and I had to for this podcast. I almost turned it off and lied to Joel. <laughs> I mean, Danielle is actually a decent actor. Yeah, yeah. Coach okay. is a very bad actor. Coach's Adam Sandler impression is one of my favorite things on the planet. <laughs> oh God, it's hard to watch. And then and then I, to watch him uh, uh, in in season twenty three, watching Jack and Jill, <laughs> and he bases his game off of it. He uses it as motivation. The message that that movie is giving. But I, uh, this has been a uh, controversial topic of the podcast as well, because some people that have been on the podcast, and maybe even Joel, think that Brandon Hance was ruined by Coach, that his manipulation in that season um, completely messed with him and um, reverted him back by using uh, religion to manipulate him. Okay. But... My opinion of it is that based off of the season that you see with Brandon later with Shep, Coach was calming Brandon down the entire time so he didn't blow up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I don't think that, like, I'm not under the opinion. I think Chris George, past guest, has has said how much he hates that season because of Coach's manipulation of brandon i i don't see it like that i think brandon is brandon is a hance and he's just an easy manipulated easily manipulated and strange and deeply troubled person so i don't i don't see it like 
coach being a fucking asshole. Coach is basically just playing the game of Survivor the way, however. I don't love all the religion in that season, so maybe that's it. But I do. I no. kind of like that season. But yeah. Religion is boring, but I would say use whatever you can. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I think when I'm watching it that he was like just calming him the whole time. And I think the only reason why Brandon was really likable going into that next season um where they brought him back and he became a fan favorite was because of coach keeping him calm and leveled the entire time so that he was able to show just a good side. One thing I love is that uh, both in the case of coach and and Shep, when they're first on the show, they're like these total freaks. Uh, and they don't play strategy at all, and they don't know what they're doing. And they both come back with very strong strategy. And Coach basically runs the game that season. Well, they both, yeah. learned, from, uh, they both learned from Boston Rob. Um, uh, uh, Shep in, in, tw- in 22, obviously, he goes to the end with Boston Rob. But Coach is, idolizes Boston Rob and Heroes versus Villains. Yeah, and they both try surprised? and play Rob like games in their in their uh, seasons coming back. Both of them say as much as that as that they are. Yeah. yeah. Were, were you surprised at all that Coach didn't win that season? Uh, who beat him? The uh, Sophie. Sophie. Sophie Clark. Yeah, you barely see her the whole I don't season. Don't even remember. Yeah, unfortunately, she doesn't get the best edit, but she's. Pretty cool outside the game, and, or and inside the game when she comes back. I I think I had an inkling that he wasn't going to win going into that final tribal, but it is a bit of a blur for me at this point. Fair enough. Yeah, I I uh, was personally hurt by it. I felt like it was attack on me from survival. Kind of uh, appropriate for coach to not have a win under his belt, though. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I, 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 I don't want coach to be a winner, a survivor. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, I was going to ask. Cause he won an, he won an Oscar for 180. So, um, he already has yeah, a win under enough, his belt. He's got enough hardware on the mantle. Yeah. So um, you were going to ask Tom. Well, so you had told me that those are known as the dark ages. Mm-hmm. 21 to 25, is that right? It's more like 21 to 24. Some will say 21 to 26, but 25 and 26 are decent seasons. But I liked 22, 23, and 24. I I I didn't think you liked 24. I thought you said you thought it was a boring one. Which one's 24? Uh, When Kim wins, it's the boys versus girls. They're all on the same island at the beginning. Yeah, you're right. I didn't love that one. yeah, yeah, I was that's notably one of the worst ones. From what I hear, and I think I had this when I came back to Survivor, was when you're when you're kind of a new person and you're like kind of binging it and just getting back into it, you're like okay with new twists. You're like okay with Redemption Island, okay with um, uh, All Stars versus new players, and that's that's like totally cool i mean it's it's harder when you're like continuing to watch it and then they keep throwing these twists at you and it's like uh, yeah um so like i'm I, like i'm not surprised that you like those redemption island seasons i i'm not the biggest fan of that format um 
just because I don't think uh, I'm, I don't have the biggest moral issue with people coming back into the game, but I don't love the TV of Redemption Island. I think it's just a waste of time. And is that people's issue with it, Redemption Island? Um, and I think with with Coach and Boston Rob seasons, it was that it was just a pagonging and it was a frog march to the end for their alliances. Yeah, I mean, the Boston Rob season, you kind of know he's going to win the whole time, but Mm-hmm. it's fun to watch him it's kind of just the boston rob show yeah if you like yeah. rob then 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 you're good who doesn't like rob <laughs> i like yeah. rob. everybody likes boston rob um uh yeah and I, um can you believe tom that that uh in season 40 you will see boston rob play again i can believe it you can <laughs> I guess I can, yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I was. I, I I thought we'd never see him again. I was. I was thrilled. Why? Because is, I guess he's older now. He's older. He's older. And wait till you see him. Oh my God. Um, what he's were you gonna say, Cody? He's yeah. He he looks different. We'll say that. I won't. Oh really? Yeah. Cody, what were you gonna say? I I was gonna ask about. Um, just like seeing when you see start a season and you see these athletes on there um and especially like you're a baseball fan right so when you see like um rocker on there like jeff kent do you get excited at first not really i i i'm not that big a baseball fan i kind of used to like it more Mm. But I right. was never a big John Rocker fan, if you can believe that. <laughs> well, you're, I mean, you know, I I'm surprised by that. You're such a, a, a you, you kind of live by Rocker's code. We have similar politics. It's just, <laughs> just, I just didn't like the way he pitched. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm still trying. I mean, I guess it's cool that they have these athletes on. It's kind of a cool. I, I kind of am. I'm such a fan of Jeff and the producers that I think mm-hmm. everything they do is right. Right. So yeah, I, you, you just sort of got through the era of um, like constant new players versus old players, um, which in a way, and, and you see it through the twenties is that no, no season with returning players and old players um, get to the end without a uh, uh, returning player in the, in the final three. So it's kind of, would you say, do you like, I sometimes think that's maybe a little unfair for the, I mean, most of them win at the end too. I mean, I kind of think that like, it's a little unfair to have them. I like it because, because to me it proves that the game is like that there is this skill to the game because you could easily just think it's sort of random and and anybody could make it to the end but i like knowing that there's a sort of a skill set that you need and that you can get better at it it makes it feel more like a sport right that you have these professional survivor players and mm-hmm. and you have people at the top of each of each type of their game. Like, um, I guess Rob is like master strategy guy. Or I guess he's the social guy too. But 
And then you got Parvati, who's like master charmer, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that aspect of it. And if yeah. you're good enough, if you're a new player and you're good enough to to hack it, then then you make it. I, like uh, Sophie uh, ended up winning over um, Ozzy and Coach. I don't know who she is. And, <laughs> and Denise, Denise beat Michael Scoopin. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, do you, yeah, do, I, I, do you know you, about Michael Scoopin? Like uh, personal about Michael Scoop? I know about him, yeah. Yeah, that's Uh-oh. not it's not good. But yeah. luckily it didn't <laughs> it's not like we all loved scooping before finding that out. Well I was scared that you were uh, gonna <laughs> go on a a rant about how much so you love Here's scooping. the thing, nobody else likes scooping, but I think he's the best survivor <laughs> who ever played. And people say things he did were bad. I don't think so. I think he <laughs> I don't think we talk enough about Brian who shot a puppy with a bow and arrow. Right. Um, that is uh, certainly uh, one of the biggest cancelable offenses if, you're, if we're talking in internet terms. Um, I think cancel culture should go to all, to, should go after puppy killers um, uh, because... Well, they, not more than, not any more than scooping. Like it should no, sure. Just, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, I don't want you to try to get scooping off the hook. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who cares what he did? Um, did Brian kill that puppy? Oh, that's a good question. I haven't heard if the puppy lived or not. He probably killed it. I mean, if you shoot a puppy with an arrow, I don't know. We could test it out. I have a cat right behind me. I don't have an arrow, though. You want to get shot with an he's arrow? <laughs> no, he's... Um, get an arrow. This Brian season, though, season five, seems like a lost season, doesn't it? I've heard a theory online about season five that um, there's also like a conspiracy theory that, that um, while season one was airing, they shot a season two, but it was like all the players were unlikable and they were very concerned about TV at that, at good TV at that time and blah, blah, blah. So they never aired it, um, which you could say is a conspiracy theory or not, or if you believe it, but there's another theory that season five was that, was that um, season. So they oh released God. season five, like they, they, they held that on the shelf for uh, a year or so and then released it as season five. It, the, the time, I, when you think about it, the timeline doesn't make sense because there's like a, a 9-11 firefighter in season five and they like clap for him. And if, if the timeline works out, they would have been filmed that before 9-11. Well, so, they knew about 9-11 before it happened. Pardon me? Ooh, yeah. Oh, there's, there 9/11. we get... Then we get into um, more, yeah, more conspiracy theories. Jeff Probst did 9-11. Hey, wouldn't put it past him. (laughs) Um, Um, So now now that you're looking back on the seasons you did watch, what is to you the best season of Survivor? That's hard. I, I, I always go to 20, to Heroes, Villains. Yeah. I don't know if that it's so good. Is that just like a boring? That probably a lot of people say that. It's not but a boring answer, so but it, it it's the answer. Is it the answer? Yeah. Well, I see. I think so. As any listeners may not know, I don't know anything about anyone's opinions except through you, Joel. Right. Because <laughs> I can't Google Survivor. 
Right. Yeah. That's, right. We, we, we could have brought that up if people didn't listen to the other episode is that you're, you're very, I, I don't know how you've done it, Tom. Uh, you've not gotten any spoilers for future seasons by not Googling. You don't like, you don't even want to Google like Cagayan or San Juan del Sur, even though, even though they'll, they're places you'll, you'll, um, <laughs> you, you might get a, a, a spoiler for the season. That's pretty funny. Um, it's it, it, the fact that you've gone twenty nine seasons without getting spoilers is is pretty. I've had one season winner spoiled by me by a friend. Right, who's not a friend anymore. <laughs> They're dead now. Dead. Gone. Dead to me. I'm literally dead. Uh, so so yeah, you really like heroes versus villains. Um, yeah, I mean, just having all those people and knowing the, all their stories—that's just. You, can't you couldn't write tv that good it's avengers endgame that's that's how i see it it's it's like I, all the i often together. do call survivor my mcu because yeah i hate those mcu movies <laughs> but now i understand why people like them you know what would make the mcu better add philip shepherd yeah. put, put philip shepherd in the avengers or coach he already acts yeah that's true mm-hmm. yeah they, if if they can't get Adam Sandler, get Coach. Avengers. Do you, um, while you're watching, Tom? Do you write down like uh, things to Google later, just to avoid spoilers on that? No, season? but I'm I am just ready for as soon as I finish forty, just go getting into all all the online survivor stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I I want to be able to listen to your guys's podcast. Are you looking forward to watching the show live when they start airing episodes on Wednesday nights again? I'm kind of sad, actually, that I won't be able to just watch as many as I want. Right. I, I, I will say that I get a lot of joy uh, from watching it week by week because it's like my, my entire, however long it takes, three, four months, it's, it's just like... I, I, I have something, you know what I mean? It's something for me to look forward to at the end of the, at the beginning of the, at the middle of the week, you know, it's something to think about through the, it's, it's something, it's like sports, I guess. Um, but it's, um, I, I quite like it, especially with this podcast as well. And I guess like sports is one of the few things that TV still matters for. Yeah. True. I love watching it live with commercials, you know, like discussing the strategy in between commercials is very fun. I love seeing all the latest products out, out for sale. Yeah, especially if we're watching an American screen, uh, American stream, you get to see what the Amer- what's being sold to the Americans. A lot of uh, prescription drugs with a lot of side effects. Well, um, it's, the end, it's the end of the empire. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's something happening down there. Maybe that's maybe that's what all those uh, um, rioters need in in Capitol Hill. There is some prescription drugs in a, in a season forty one of Survivor. I, I'm going to storm Capitol Hill if we don't get season forty one of Survivor by the spring. I think you should. I'll be there with you. Thank you. <laughs> um. So uh, uh, wait. I just yeah. Who said wait? It was me. Uh, are they making season 41? They must be. They haven't started yet. Still haven't started yet. What is the holdup? Um, COVID-19, the novel coronavirus. 
And what is that? So um, in March 2020, um, well, you haven't Googled anything. <laughs> well, it's not the survivor. I don't want to know anything. <laughs> he doesn't want to spoil what's going on in the world. So, Tom, them. you know how you've stayed inside for the last year? <laughs> I'm like the Encino man, but voluntarily. Is that what Encino man's about? Well, Encino man, he's a uh, he's like a a fossilized caveman that they dig up under Sean Astin's pool. Oh yeah. No, there's another one I was thinking of with Brendan Fraser. You're thinking blast from the past. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Blast from the past. Both good movies. Underrated. Um, uh, especially blast from the past. Cause nobody talks about that. And here's a good segue. Cause we're talking about Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Who are the most famous survivor fans? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I saw Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Who came up with that terrible idol idea? Yeah, yeah. Tyler Perry. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, Sia, of course. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, Sia becomes a big part of the uh, reunion shows in the '30s. Tom, I'm curious oh, okay. to know if they like that. Um, who else is some famous Survivor fans? Mike White. Mike White, obviously. Um, there's, well, I mean, she's not that big, very famous right now, but, uh, she's a comedian that was just in that movie happiest season. She also wrote it, uh, Mary Holland. She, she's really into survivor. I've heard her on podcasts. I don't know if either, you know who that is, but, um, yeah, yeah, I guess she's not that famous, but she was just in that movie. Um, can't think of anyone else right now. Jonathan Penner. Penner. Penner, yeah. Out of, uh, out of Seinfeld. Um, and the nanny. <laughs> I watched his nanny. Yeah. He used to be hot. Yeah, and he, he, well, he has that, like, New Yorker voice that's just, like, you know, I, I, can, I can see women going crazy about that in the 90s. What a guy. I wish I could have a beer with him. Yeah, me too. I hope he's doing well. He, you, do you know about his life right now? No. His wife has uh, ALS, and he he's very open about the 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 struggles it's had on his family and all this stuff. But uh, there there, it makes you it makes you it, it confirms that Jonathan Penner's a, a a great guy and uh, someone to root for. Um, uh, Anyway, uh, so just to go back, we're a bit all over the place, but that's okay. Um, I have more celebrities here, too, that are fans. Okay. Uh, well, I know, I know that Jeff Probst officiated Jenna Fisher's wedding. Yep, that was on here. Jenna Fisher's uh, one of them. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. Um, Hank Azaria. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see Mo on... on he, he does... He's in character as Mo Sislak on on survivor yeah animate him in yeah that'd be great oh adam scott's in one of the audience too oh, I, saw that. I remember that yeah 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 and uh apparently howard stern and rana are also huge fans of survivor oh great some real famous people <laughs> of course for us radio heads um and radiohead tom york 
Um, but uh, to go back, so you said season twenty. So everybody's sort of blanket. So you ask, what's your favorite Survivor season? People say, well, obviously uh, season twenty and season twenty-eight. But uh, my uh, outlier is this. So what would you say is your like your like dark horse favorite? Um, I think that Philip Shepard uh, Brandon season is that twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-six. That's wow. that's wild, Tom. Is that crazy? Did I just go off the map? You went off. You went a bit off the map. I mean, not a lot of people would say that's their favorite, but that's cool. You're a big Cochran fan. I yeah, I love Cochran. I think he's the fun, the most intentionally funny survivor so far. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I think that. I think Tony knows he's funny. Um, you think so? I think so. I, he, he knows he's making people laugh. That's what separates him from a Russell Hance, for example. He's a bit more self-aware than someone like that. I would say maybe he thinks he's funny when he's doing like the llama voice. Right. Which to me is kind of almost like teacher humor or something. I love the yep. llama voice. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's so good. And and just the cut to 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 Cass's face when he does that is just so good. It's uh, good shit. Um. Uh, so yeah, you you love, um, Cochran. You love season twenty six. Um. Do do you have so your favorite character when we watched, uh, season twelve was Shane. Yeah. You have uh, someone. Other people that like is Cochran get to those lengths or coach um, to make like all time or all time best survivor characters. Well, I've already mentioned Shep many times, mm-hmm. yep. but he's he's right at the top for me. Uh, yeah, Coach is up there. Um, Tyson, I came to love Tyson in this latest one. Me too. Which I didn't see yep. happening the first time we meet Tyson. I I hated him. I, Last- I don't know if a lot of people. Have- well, last night I watched Tyson's Blindsight episode from 18, Token Jeans, and, uh, or Coach and Jeans, I should say. Coach and, and Jeans, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and he's a dick to Sierra on his way out. But he doesn't know that he's going home, and uh, the, the, the blonde girl Sierra is supposed to go home. And he's he's, like, so openly talking to her, like, Hey, there's nothing you can do to make yourself not go home. And and she's like, Hey, I didn't, I wasn't like trying to orchestrate the thing. He's like, I know you're not smart enough for it. He's being such a dick to her. And then it, it, it it's almost like awesome when he gets blindsided and like, I mean, I've seen those episodes before, but now that I like know that I really like Tyson and his times after that season, it's just like, really hard to watch and 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 it almost makes it better that he had this sort of redemption because he's he's not that much of a dick anymore and he learned why he was why he lost and all that stuff it was yeah and he has that one kind of outburst in his winning season at tribal council i can't remember he's rude to somebody as they're like being voted out yeah so after the the rock draw katie stands up and gives tyson a hug and tyson's like um you see that chair over there? That's your seat. And he points yeah. to the jury. And then he really apologizes for it at the end. Yeah, see? And I don't think he would have done that in season 18. If, he, if, if like, Sierra 
came came at him at final tribal council and was like, "You were such a dick to me on my way out." He wouldn't have. I don't think he would have apologized. Yeah. And, but see, he, who else? Oh, go on. But but he like in in season twenty seven, like in the uh, uh, the his final uh, tribal council, he's he's like showing like genuine regret when Katie says, "Hey, you're mean to me." He's like, "Yeah, this that's like the." one of the only things I regret in this game was being mean to you on the way out. It was, I was just like, it was intense and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That rock draw is great, by the way. Oh my God. I watched that episode recently too. That is like another, like one of the best, probably the best tribal council. Cause that, that's a tribal council that has everything because you have like this, like strategy and like the blood's boiling up. Sierra switches her vote at that. She goes in wanting to vote for um, Hayden and then changes her vote at tribal council. And also at that tribal council, there's this strange moment, which is like a famous moment and the episode's named after it, but it's like, it's so great because um, Caden says, I'm just trying to wrestle feathers. And then, and then Tyson's like, it's ruffle feathers. He's like Russell Feathers, like, Russell, well. <laughs> and then like it pauses and like funny music plays. It's a great moment. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, who is on the list of least favorite? Who do you least like? Well, these two brothers who are on the season I'm watching right now. Oh, Drew and Adam Christie. Not Adam Christie. Drew. Adam Christie. He is one of the worst yeah yeah well their last name is christie it's drew christie and uh alec it's alec christie it's not alec uh it's not adam it's alec those are two two of the worst guys i've ever seen in my life well (laughs) which one of them basically votes himself out he he throws a challenge to get out kelly wentworth and uh and (laughs) then ends up uh getting voted out by all the women yeah I think it's Drew that gets that. That guy's an idiot. Yeah. He's a, he says something like, uh, I'm a manipulator of this game. And then goes and gets voted out right away. Yeah, he's like, I'm in charge. Everybody's, yeah. Um, who do I hate? I hate Candace. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, hard, it's harder to think of people I, you don't like. I, I will say, Tom, that it's it's pretty ballsy of you to go after an essential worker during a pandemic like that. Oh, is a, she? A doctor, yeah. And she's pregnant no, right now. I so. would go for it. Yeah, she sucks. Right. Tom's right. I think she's cool in, in season 27 more than she is in, in her original seasons. When she's on redemption the whole time? Yeah. Not I like I like when she yells at Brad Culpepper. I wish I could look at all the players so I could say who I hate. I really do hate some people. I I'll tell you yeah, my least cool. favorite, maybe of all time, is uh, Colton. Yeah, Colton's off. Colton sucks. Colton oh, also, um, in our but, in- but at least Colton's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh. It's, I did not find so. Suck and are just duds like Candace that I really can't can't handle. Colton at least brought uh, <laughs> Caleb to Survivor, and Ca- I like Caleb. Caleb's cool. Um, uh, in in our season twelve episode, um, we talked about Aris, and we said to Tom Cody that, um, oh Tom, you'll you'll probably really like Vetus compared to Aris, 
and uh, I get a, I get a message from Tom like when he's like partway through um, uh, Blood versus Water, and he's like, "I can't believe you thought I would like Vetus." Actually, that <laughs> reminded me, Vetus would be on my top dog because I hate him. <laughs> and Aris, yeah, and Aris for that matter. I hate Vetus more, but I I'm not into Aris either. What Vetus, did you like about uh, Vetus? Y- oh God. You can tell he's one of those guys, like one of these yoga teacher guys. And the way he's talking about how he understands women and, oh, yeah. I, can't, I can't stomach that guy. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you know who I love from a season that you uh, saw that we have not talked about yet is uh, Zane Knight from season 25. Oh, Zane. Oh, Zane. Zane, the guy that gets voted off first in – in season 25 zane yeah he gets yeah, he, he's the one he that has all the tattoos too right yeah oh the guy oh yeah 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 and uh he thinks it's strategy to tell everyone just to vote him out yeah <laughs> <I remember>. yeah <laughs> he's another guy who's quitting smoking i love yeah. yeah yeah i wish <laughs> i want uh I wish Survivor brought him back um, in season 26 instead of Francesca. The f- bringing Francesca back was a weird choice. It is funny that she got voted out first twice. It's, it's I felt bad. I felt really bad for her. Yeah, the, like talking about it, it's funnier than actually watching it because she is pretty upset, but um, and blindsided too. Uh, um, but it is, it's kind of funny that we have, you know, Sandra as this like awesome um, person who's been, who's won twice. And then Francesca who's, who's, who's been voted out twice. Sandra's one of my favorites. Out first Bonvo. She's one of your favorites. Yeah. Parvati. Mm-hmm. Me too. I like both of them a lot too. Um, I'll tell you who I'm not into anymore. I, Who's, who aren't you into anymore? And this might be controversial. Okay. Rupert. Oh. Yeah. It's not oh. controversial. It's not okay. controversial. Okay. He would have something to say about that, but uh, he's not coming today. Almost like he's so, so fun to cheer for in his first season. And then immediately after everything else, it's like, get a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... He, he, he really does not understand the game that he 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 made famous and got famous because of. He does not understand it. Ugh. And he's like one of the most bitter jury members. And when he talks about the game, he's still bitter about people who have voted him out in the past and all this stuff. It's like, dude, get a get over it. Yeah, he uh, yeah he stinks. Um. It was really funny watching his wife. She seems to me like one of the most, I guess one of the most awkward Survivor contestants. <laughs> she does, it, it feels like she, like if you tapped her on the shoulder and asked her where she was, she would be like, I don't know. My, my husband brought me here. I, I don't know who any of these people are. She does, she's like, she doesn't even know that the cameras are cameras. Like, it's like... Yeah. It was the first time it seemed like somebody wasn't really on Survivor. They kind of were just placed there. And yeah, 
it was really funny. They they kept having like cutaway shots of her sort of fumbling her torch or something like that. <laughs> Laura Boneham. She and the Rupert went on Amazing Race together. And as far as I know, I didn't watch that season, but as far as I know, they did terribly. Cody, did you watch that season of Amazing Race? No, I haven't watched uh, Amazing Race before. Oh, really? I, I think I've seen like episodes, odds and ends. But... I thought you were an Amazing Race guy. No, about no. That. I used to be. An I only watch. I watch Survivor, and then I watch uh, a lot of really shitty reality shows, mm-hmm. as shitty as they can get, because they're funnier that way. Um. So, Tom, do you have any uh, uh, questions for us about the show at large? Um. Yes, I do. Uh, well. What should I expect going into the 30s? Well, you should expect um, advantages. So the, 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 like, yeah, the big sort of twist in the game starting in season 30 is not just idols, but advantages in the game. And I guess I, don't, I won't really spoil that for you, but there are new things that they're going to give to people or people find or people earn that are um, give them things that they can use in the game, I guess. And do you like these or not? Um, depending. I mean, basically it's, you know, if, if it makes for good TV, I like it. If it doesn't, then I don't. And, and they cor- the thing about Survivor is that they're able to course correct and stuff like that because, you know, season by goes season by season. Um, but there are certain times where it's like, I like with the same advantage, like one season, the, I won't say what it is, but this one thing is like, Oh, that made for an awesome tribal council. The next one is just like kind of a dud. doesn't really matter. Um, or, you know, some people will say that, you know, it, it takes away from the, the, what they like about the game. So, I mean, you know, you can say whatever you want about them, but yeah, but that, that it, it really just that the first advantage starts in season 30. So other than maybe the, the, the super idol that, 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 uh, that Tony gets in, in 28, but yeah. Which doesn't really end up being used except in the way that he fakes it. Yeah. And I think that's the ingenious part of that. And which I think, I think without that, I don't, without Tony, really a lot of things wouldn't happen in the game. I think Tony really does change the game. Well, a a couple of things do Tony. Um, and the rock draw, I think, uh, in, in season 27 going forward, especially in the early seasons, people play differently. Um, uh, as a sort of like a, at some people in, in defense of people like Tony and people like who would go to a rock draw and some people being like influenced and, and inspired by um, Hayden Moss and Sierra and Tyson and, and Tony. So people that people do get a little more fearless and take more risks, which is really fun, which is the, the best parts about the Tony influence seasons. It, 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 at a certain point, the game will get way, way faster. Like it picks up very quickly even faster than it is for you right now. All right. And um, so we all know 28, I guess, is this season everybody loves. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is there another big time season coming? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Season 37. Yeah. 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's uh, the big one, right, uh, Cody? That's, yeah, is that Maybe not, 33 as well? I thought it was 36. 36 is Ghost Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, 37 is my favorite season of Survivor. And, and are there other major characters coming along? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. even, yeah, I mean, you, you saw Kelly Wentworth get um, voted out already. She's, you might have even already for, have forgotten her. Yeah, uh, who is she? She's the, the blonde girl that ha- that is Dale's daughter. In, oh, in, yeah, 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 yeah. She comes back and is like a huge character in the 30s. And she's yeah. a great oh, player. I, I, I don't find that to be true. I feel like it's another overrated Joel okay. pick. Who's Cody's picks? But uh, ooh, who's my picks? Yeah, you. I mean, like thirty-seven is a bunch of just grand slam really? new characters. Yeah, like, it's, it's a really everyone's hitting season. it out of the park in that season. Everyone is hitting it. So out as of the you park know, there. I I gravitate towards these freaks: Shane, uh, Shep, Coach, Brandon, Hans. Mm. Uh, yes. I I think you're going to find someone I think the uh, kind of like strange person in these seasons um, coming up is going to be Ty I think that's the person for you to wait, um, kind of uh, look out for mm-hmm. the most uh, yeah, um, Ty's a weirdo yeah Joe but, Mana who the Joe from, from uh, Healers versus Hustlers versus uh, whatever. Right. That sounds good. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, I mean, there's going to be the 30s are my favorite, but as soon as it peaks at 37, it goes down. <laughs> yeah, 30. And then it goes 30, back up for 40. But then 40 is this big uh, to do. Yeah, 39 is the worst season of Survivor ever. I, I in my opinion, yeah. And we podcasted about it. Through the through episode by episode, it was our first season together, and and we had to talk about it at large, episode by episode. It was the worst. Um, Thirty nine, yeah, that's probably it's one of the worst. It completely demolishes the game. But once you get to thirty nine and forty, I don't know if uh, this interests you. You'll be able to take our exact takes as we did week to week recaps of the episode. So you'll be able to hear what we thought in the moment. Some of the 39 episodes I might be embarrassed to talk about, like, like to to embarrass to listen back to like, just in context of how the rest of the season went. I just, Oh God, that season. So 39, 39 widely hated, widely hated. Yeah. I, I just very controversial. Okay. Very they controversial. They, yeah, uh, they, it's they the contestants. The contestants that ruin it. Hey, everyone. Joel here. Um, this is just a brief pause from our conversation with Tom. We started having uh, internet connectivity in- issues uh, during the last part of the episode, so we start to wrap it up. Um, it was a, It was my internet. It was not working, and my laptop's not very good. So... Um. Yeah, we're it, we 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 may get a couple more points out in the conversation, but just so you know, uh, 
the reason that we're not transitioning well is because the internet is all screwed up. Uh, thanks for listening, and maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe I'll talk to you again. <laughs> I'll talk to you again through the conversation that we have with Tom, but uh, I'll, maybe I'll talk to you again in this context of pausing the interview for that. Uh, maybe I, I don't know. I haven't. We'll we'll get to it. If not, bye. If if so, uh, I'll say hello again. I, sorry, uh, I think we might have to wrap it up because. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've been going for about an hour, so that's okay. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm worried about the recording, and I want to I want to get it properly, and I'll I'll probably have to edit this anyway. But uh, Tom, any final thoughts about just the evolution of the game, or or or, or having watched it, and what you're looking forward to? I'm just loving every minute of it, and I've heard people say this before, but Jeff just seems reinvigorated now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, to see him excited. Makes me excited. So uh, thank you, Tom, so much for uh, coming on the podcast. I think Joel is frozen again, and Joel is back now. I don't know how this is going to uh, the the end of this podcast is going to. Um, uh, you know what? To if listen. we need to pick back up another day, we can do that. Yeah, well, we'll definitely have you back on. I think we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll edit this, and we'll, uh, we'll see uh, how this turns out in the end. Again, Tom, thanks for coming on, and listeners, thanks for listening. Um, Cody, thanks for showing up. Um, I do have a, do you have an OnlyFans update for Ozzy quickly? Oh, uh, so my subscription ran out. I got tired of Ozzy sending me these graphic messages and not responding to my game theory questions. So I have not continued to uh, subscribe. And uh, so I guess the updates on Ozzy's hog... I could start following him again if the listeners want me to. Um, But, I mean, talking... Just having you spent too uh, much money on him already. It's okay, Cody. Yeah, I just like when you got Ozzy sending me dick pics and talking about cream pies. It just Ugh. it it's wearing on me. It ruined yeah. my holidays. And I did watch, <laughs> I did watch his um, Playboy reality sex show that he was on. Is that was, just an episode in our entire season? It's one episode. Okay. Oh boy! Oh boy! Was he good on it? Oh, he was good. (laughs) Nice. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And remember to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on social media, follow Tom on social media, and uh, have a good day. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.